Welcome to astro to go the podcast bringing you easily digestible, all-you-can-get specials of astro information, entertainment with sprinkles of psychic and tarot treats. And best of all, like our name suggests, you can take this astro to go and use it in your personal life, professional life, or any other way you want because, hey, it's your journey. We're just here to help. Welcome, 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 welcome to Astro To Go. My name is Bree the Malefic, and I'll be your astrologer for the day. We know there are a lot of choices in the podcast universe, and we are so happy that you chose to come here. Normally, we'd share our astro information, entertainment, and star specials of the day, but before we get lost in the sauce, we want to review our main ingredients that we work with here at Astro To Go. So we've got planets working as our foundation, zodiac signs highlighting our foundations in different palettes, houses sprinkled on to give the planets and zodiac signs a little more oomph, and finally, aspects as the cherry on top showing how each layer interacts with the other. We'll be exploring each of these ingredients in separate episodes to help you get comfortable with our weekly menu. Feel free to come back to these episodes as often as you need for a refresher on all things Astro. Now, for today's special, Astro Information on the Planets. If you're anything like me, you forgot the saying to remember the planets in order. But don't worry, I googled it. And honestly, it's worthless in astrology, so don't even worry about it. Here at astro to go we work with eight planets and two luminaries. Those are Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, the Sun, Venus, Mercury, the Moon, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Each planet or luminary, aka ball of light, are all main characters in their own movie. They all have their own personality, reputation, and zodiac signs that they like, dislike, and straight up can't stand. All planets and luminaries are separated by internal, which means they affect us all internally, and external, meaning they usually affect generations, societies, or external factors. We're less likely to feel the effects of these planets directly, although it still can happen. Now, internal planets and luminaries are Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, the Sun, Venus, Mercury, and the Moon. External planets are Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Traditional or ancient astrologers prefer to do things just like the ancient civilizations did and only use the internal planets when reading a chart, whereas modern astrologers use the internal and external planets. I consider myself an astrologer that brings ancient techniques into modern times, so I work with internal and external planets. Speaking of ancient astrologers, like Greek and Roman ancient, they believed each internal planet ruled over the days of the week, which is why there are seven internal planets and luminaries and seven days of the week. Each day of the week carries its own theme directly related to that ruling planet or luminary. So let's break down each internal planet and luminary that affect us all on a personal level. First, we have Saturn. Saturn is the planet of time, karma, 
and restrictions. Saturn takes 29 years to orbit the sun and stays in each zodiac sign for two and a half years. This is why the term Saturn return is so scary, because it happens when you turn 30. And because Saturn is the planet of time and restrictions, your Saturn return, or when Saturn returns to the place it was when you were born, you reflect on your last 30 years of life, get rid of what no longer serves you or works for you, and then you set up new systems to prepare you for your next 30. Saturn rules Saturday. Capricorn and Aquarius placements have the most energy because Saturn rules over the zodiac signs Capricorn and Aquarius. Saturn, again, is the planet of karma, restriction, and time. Saturn is the tortoise in the race against the hare and is always thinking big picture. So rushing Saturn will result in your plans blowing up in your face. Saturdays are the best for taking small actions toward a larger plan or goal that you have, organizing, creating structure, and looking at the bigger picture. Do you remember that one progressive commercial with the old guy and the dollar? You want a dollar? You gotta be quicker than that. Yeah, that's, that's Saturn. He'll make you work hard for that money. But that money will treat you right. Next, we have Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of luck, growth, and expansion. Jupiter's orbit is 12 years around the sun and is in each zodiac sign for about a year. Now, your Jupiter return happens every 12 years and usually causes us to have large awakenings or expansions. You experience a Jupiter return every 12 years. So when you're 12, 24, 36, and so on and so on. Think about all of the growth and expansion you've had during these years of your life. Now, Jupiter rules over Thursday. Sagittarius and Pisces placements will feel most optimistic because Jupiter rules over the zodiac signs Sagittarius and Pisces. Jupiter is the planet of luck, intuition, and spirituality. So Thursday is the best day to connect with your intuition, your spirit guides, practice manifestation, or really anything that allows you to tap into your hidden gifts. Now we move on to Mars. Mars is the planet of action, power, and war. Mars's orbit around the sun is about 687 days, which means it stays in each sign for roughly two months. You experience a Mars return every two and a half years, which challenges you to put up or shut up. Mars wants you to prove your strength and power by giving you some challenges to overcome. Mars also rules Tuesday. So Aries and Scorpio placements feel the most energized because Mars rules the zodiac signs Aries and Scorpio. Mars, again, is the planet of action and does not like slow movements or specific plans. So Tuesday is the best for physical activities, movement, and accomplishing that hard thing that you've been putting off. Next, we're introduced to our first luminary, the sun. Remember, luminary means ball of light and is not a planet. I know, right? Thank you, Captain Obvious. Now, because the sun is the center of our solar system, it doesn't have an orbit. For your sun, or solar return, we look to our favorite planet, Earth. Earth takes 365 days, or a calendar year, to orbit the sun. 
which is why we celebrate our birthdays or solar returns every year. So the sun changes zodiac signs every month, usually around the 20th to 22nd of each month to be exact. Now, the sun also rules Sunday. Yeah, the ancient folk were very literal, but Leo placements will feel the best this day because the sun rules the zodiac sign Leo. Now, Sundays are for self-care, revitalizing, and really all things that make you feel confident about yourself. Now, back to planets. We then have Venus. Now, Venus is the planet of love, pleasure, and joy. Venus's orbit around the sun is about 225 days. So that means Venus stays in each zodiac sign for about a month. This means we tend to experience a Venus return about once a year. Now, these returns are like Marie Kondo. We keep what brings us joy and throw out the rest. Now, Venus and Mars are opposites. So where Mars wants things fast, quick, now, Venus wants to take its time. Enjoy the journey. What's the rush? Now, Venus also rules Friday. So Taurus and Libra placements are going to be the most relaxed because Venus rules the zodiac signs Taurus and Libra. Now, again, Venus is the planet of love, abundance, and pleasure. So Venus does not like to rush or expend a lot of energy. So be sure to be very gentle with yourself on Fridays. Fridays are the best for replenishing your energy, taking it slow and easy, and doing the things that bring you the most joy and fun. Now, after Venus is Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication, information, and quickness. Mercury's orbit is 88 days. Mercury is the fastest planet in our solar system and astrological system, which is why it goes retrograde so frequently. Four times a year to be exact. Now, Mercury stays in each zodiac sign for about two weeks, which means we all experience a Mercury return around our birthdays as we get a chance to reflect on and move forward from the previous ways that we've communicated, expressed ourselves, or learned and shared information. Now, Mercury rules Wednesday, so Gemini and Virgo placements have the most clarity because Mercury rules over the zodiac signs Gemini and Virgo. Again, Mercury is the planet of communication, sharing information, and specific details. So Wednesday is the best day for planning, editing, doing things that require extreme attention to detail, running errands, and or anything that is super quick. And finally, the last internal luminary, the moon. The moon is the second luminary, remember, that means ball of light, and rules our emotions, intuition, and the shadow side of ourselves that we don't really want the people around us to see. So similar to our other luminary, the sun, we look to Earth to determine this orbit. Now, the moon orbits the Earth every 27 days. So the moon changes zodiac sign every two and a half days. So this is why we have a new and full moon every two weeks. And means we experience a lunar return once a month. 
So we are quite literally feeling our feelings more intuitively and might be experiencing some of those shadow parts that we hide from the world rising to the surface. But don't worry, it only lasts for two and a half days. Now, the moon rules Monday, so cancer placements feel this day the most intensely because the moon rules over the zodiac sign cancer. Now, because the moon rules our emotions, Mondays can change rapidly based on how we feel. So be super, super, super compassionate and gentle with yourself on Mondays. Mondays are the absolute best for nourishing and nurturing yourself, your home, and your environment. Now we move into the external planets. Remember, these affect us more generationally and externally. So first, we have Neptune. Neptune is the planet of dreams, idealism, and the spiritual realm. Now, Neptune is considered a generational planet in astrology because its orbit is 165 years around the sun. So Neptune stays in each zodiac sign for about 14 years, or the amount of time it takes to move from generation to generation. So for example, millennials will have their Neptune in Capricorn, while Gen Z will have their Neptune in Aquarius. In modern astrology, Neptune rules over Pisces. But again, not every astrologer works with Neptune or even believes that to be true. Then we have Uranus. Uranus is the planet of electricity, surprises, and rebellion. Uranus is another planet that takes many years to orbit the sun, about 84, which is absolutely insane. Now, this means Uranus changes zodiac signs every seven years. This doesn't make Uranus a generational planet, but it's definitely an outer planet. In astrology, Uranus usually tells us how each generation deals with power structures and rising up to face their enemies. I like to think of Uranus as every dystopian childhood movie, like The Hunger Games and Harry Potter. Very big, the world is broken, so we must rise up energy. Now, in modern astrology, Uranus rules over Aquarius. Not to sound like a broken record, but not all astrologers acknowledge or work with this planet. And lastly, we have Pluto. Yes, here at astro to go we believe in Pluto's legitimacy as a planet, and honestly, we hope you do too. Now, Pluto is the planet of death, transformation, and rebirth. Pluto, get ready for this. Hold on to your seats. If you're not sitting, sit down. Pluto takes 248 years to orbit the sun. That's fucking crazy, okay? Absolutely insane. So because of this, Pluto is the other generational planet in astrology. As of January 2021, Pluto had only moved through seven zodiac signs in the past 100 years, which means Pluto can stay in one specific sign anywhere from 12 to 31 years. It's obviously likely that you will never experience a Pluto return, because it takes 
248 damn years to return to the place it was when you were born. Now, institutions and businesses, however, might experience a Pluto return. Just this year, in 2022, the United States experienced its first Pluto return, which means it's been 248 years since the Declaration of Independence was signed. Pluto is a slow burn, literally and figuratively. So think of whatever Pluto is affecting as a pot on the stove, and Pluto is slowly increasing the temperature. You feel the heat rising, but you can't quite place where it's coming from or really what's going to happen. But then, shit hits the fan. Or rather, the water starts to boil. Now, in modern astrology, Pluto is said to rule over Scorpio. Although I like the dark and twistiness, makes a lot of sense. A lot, like a lot of astrologers don't believe Pluto is a planet, which honestly breaks my heart. And they don't even work with the guy. I, however, both acknowledge Pluto as a planet, take that public school system, and... I also work with Pluto in astrology. You see some deep shit with this bad boy, y'all. Woo! We did it! Burr, 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 burr. Air horn sounds. Burr, 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 burr. Pat yourself on the freaking back because that was a lot of information. Remember, we'll be separating these episodes so you can take a breather, process this information, or just straight up binge it like crazy and soak it all up like a sponge. Thank you so much for choosing Astro to Go today. We know there are a lot of choices in the podcast universe, and we are so happy that you chose to come here. Make sure to rate, review, and follow Astro to Go wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about your personal astro, psychic, and tarot information, find us on Instagram at BreeTheMalefic or book with us online at BreeTheMalefic.com. That's B-R-E-T-H-E-M-A-L-E-F-I-C. Join us next time for all of your astro information, entertainment, and star specials. I'm your astrologer for the day, Bree the Malefic. Bye, everyone.